आफ्टर भगवान हैज एक्सप्लेन टू अर्जुना फ्रॉम द हाइस्ट स्टैंड पॉइंट वॉट इज द ट्रूथ एंड देन फ्रॉम द इंटेलेक्चुअल इमोशनल एंड फिजिकल स्टैंड पॉइंट हाउ टू रिव्यू द सिचुएशन प्रॉपरली एंड फ्रॉम ऑल द पर्सनैलिटी लेवल्स दिस सिचुएशन फॉर अर्जुना इज ओनली बेनिफिशियल नॉट ओनली फॉर हिम बट इवन ह्यूमैनिटी एज अ होल एंड देर फॉर भगवान सेज नाउ इन दिस मैनर नोइंग इट you get up but krita nischaya with firm conviction having decided well get up and face the challenge in your life in his case it was the battle but in that process will i not commit sin and we have seen elaborately this afternoon what is sin that sin means will i not incur more vasanas will i not in the process of working and that too also when my work is so challenging and also there's not everything in my work that is pleasant everything in my duty is pleasant will i not gather for myself more agitations more disturbance which earlier his option was that may i not go and gain peace straight away by not doing all this so bhagwan says that keeping joy and sorrow the same keeping success and failure the same loss and gain the same tato yuddhaya yujjaswa you fight for the sake of fighting in this case fighting please understand it is only because he is a warrior is not for you you fight for the sake of fighting means <laughs> people have either you different different understandings that's why you tell me why do you need someone to explain because people understand terms and terminology is very uniquely remember in hanuman chalisa i often tell you the one man came up and told guruji that all this corruption even in temples and all these places was started by hanuman ji why <laughs> because ram dware tum rakhware hot na agya binu paisa are <laughs> that <laughs> you are protecting the doorway of ramchandra ji and nobody is allowed because uh, until they give some paisa means paisa means entry but here people understand so you know, please you know i have to unfortunately explain this again and again that these terms people misunderstand also no yuddhaya yujjaswa so fight for the sake of fighting there's no reason just fight that's not the meaning means work for the sake of work now even though bhagwan has said it in this one line the significance of it is the complete third chapter
and the following verses of the second chapter. We always want to do any work, not for the glory of the work itself, but always to get something out of it. Some gain from it. And that gain also is measured by my own likes and dislikes. If the gain is according to my like, then I am joyful. If it is not to my expectations or according to my like, I am disappointed and therefore sorrow. By saying that keeping them all the same, how can you keep it all the same? Outside world situations will be different at each moment. Heat, cold, convenience, inconvenience, pairs of opposite. Economic situations, booming, recessions, so many things will be there. How can you keep it safe? Do you want to say that success and failure is the same? How can it be the same? All this is measured according to my own likes and dislikes. Where it is said, keeping them all the same. First, only outside situations will be wavering, will be different, constantly changing. And inside also, we have got these pairs of opposite likes and dislikes. Naturally, we will be reacting and whenever you react to a situation rather than act in the situation all this will be elaborated upon we generally don't act we react when you are reacting when you are not working with attention putting your mind to the work then you act instinctively, which means according to your past habits, according to your past vastness. You react. Any such reaction will leave an impression in your mind. Means create more vastness and therefore more agitations and therefore more, as we have explained, papa. Therefore, Yudhaya Yudjaswa, for the sake of duty, do your duty. For the sake of work, do your work. And if you are doing it for that, then you are acting, you are not reacting. Then whatever may be the result of the outward conditions, you don't react to it. All this is going to be elaborate. Now Bhagwan is just briefly introducing the subject. Even before he shows that I am going to speak on something else. Because immediately Arjuna's mind will start reacting and start saying, yeah but you are telling me to fight this battle and it is my duty and it is appropriate for me to do it. But in the process Will I not, who wants now, 
only some peace of mind get agitated. So Bhagwan says, you will not get agitated even in doing the right thing. Even sometimes doing the right thing, we can get agitated. And the agitation is not because of the work or the right reasons for work. It is because of our likes and dislikes that we get agitated. We get agitated because we react to the situation or whatever the gain or loss is. We react to it. That is what creates the agitation. Therefore, if there is a work to be done, you do the work for the sake of the work. Very briefly, Bhagwan has mentioned. And now Bhagwan goes to explain that what I have taught you right now. I mean, in the introduction, if you remember, I had said there were two types of beings. One were given the knowledge, other were given the knowledge of the reality or the truth and the others were given the knowledge of how to act. People are in their different stages of development and each individual also is in a different stage of development in the different stages of his life. And therefore now Bhagwan explains that what I have now told you is Sankhya. Now listen to Karma Yoga. Bhagwan says, is more important for you. Therefore, Shrunu, listen. Whenever this comes, which means Bhagwan wants your full attention. Now, listen. So far, Bhagwan told them, but now you listen because Asia, this take for you, I have explained this for you Buddhi, the wisdom regarding Sankhya. Now this word Sankhya, again, words over a period of time gets used, sometimes even misused or used for many different things. We also, I'm sure those of you are a little familiar with the six schools of philosophy, you hear about different philosophies you hear one of the philosophies also as Sankhya. Sankhya Darshan. Darshana or Sankhya philosophy. This is what is not being talked about. That Sankhya philosophy 
of Kapil Muni. The word Sankhya has been used and its etymological meaning means when you say Kya, the word Kya, it means to know. The word Kya comes from, uh, the, the word to know comes from the root Kya. And when you add some to it, which means Samyak, very well. So, Samkhya, not Sankhya, Samkhya means by which something is known very well. So, that means of knowledge by which you come to know something very well, means to determine its true nature, that means of knowledge is called as Samkhya. And that knowledge which is gained through the means of knowledge is called as Sankhya. So, what knowledge we gained through this means of knowledge is the knowledge of the Atma. So, this knowledge of the truth or reality by which you come to discover the true nature of the self is called as Sankhya. So now, I have given you the wisdom regarding the Atma, the Self. So I have given and Bhagwan calls this as Sankhya. Another meaning of Sankhya means to count. That's one in, in all languages. Hmm? Sankhya means to numbers. No? Sankhya means number. Is Sabha ki Sankhya kya hai? What is the number of this gathering? How many people? No, the Sankhya. So, that by which by counting, which means that which you come to understand logically through the process of inquiry, intellect, logically, that is called as Sankhya. So, see, Bhagwan, very Beautifully, very systematically, very logically has explained to Arjuna that explanation, that teaching is called as Sankhya. See how, so this is what is called as Sankhya. In short, Sankhya means the knowledge of the truth or the knowledge of the self. Now you know our problem is because of our ignorance and ignorance born delusion. Of what? Of ourselves. And that delusion which is born of ignorance can go only with Knowledge. There's no other means. Darkness can be remo removed only with knowledge. There's no other means. See, that's what people say, you know, gyan, gyan, kya hai, you know, what is all this knowledge? Uh, you know, atma, anatma, paramatma. 
you know, you, what do you care, you know, and you just, you know, do some devotion and just believe in God and that's enough. It's not enough. Or do, is it not enough that I do good? No, it is not enough. Because the problem is not good or bad action. The problem is our ignorance. And when we are ignorant about ourselves, which means our Swarupa and our Swabhava. Now these terms I have explained. When we are ignorant of our absolute nature, Swarupa, and of our Swabhava, our empirical nature, remember the sun and the waters. How will I know if I don't know myself what action I must do. My action that I should do is determined by the knowledge of my self. Now suppose I forget I am a man or a woman. How will I act? It's only with the knowledge that I am a man, my behavior, my action, even my movements, as well as the roles that I take up will be according to the knowledge of myself. Again, these beautiful things you learn even from certain incidents. When I was living in Hong Kong, that time, in Hong Kong, everything is in one building. There will be a spiritual temple also in the building and there will be a bar also in the building. Where I was living, below that, where I was living for some time, below that was a bar called as Kangaroo Bar. And I was wondering, you know, is it an Australian bar? Why is it called as Kangaroo Bar? And the evenings, especially during sunset, and from there I could see the sunset, so I would stand in the balcony to see the sunset. And after doing your sandhya, you just sat there. And it's very interesting that when you're just relaxing to watch the traffic pass by. It was right on the main road. So I see the traffic pass by. And especially on Saturdays or Fridays, you would see very interesting sights. Because remember, I'm over Kangaroo Bar. And in the evenings, people would come there to the bar, obviously, you know, for what? There's one car which you would definitely notice, a limousine. A very big car, chauffeur-driven. In Hong Kong, to have a chauffeur-driven car means you really have to be a CEO of a large company or a very rich businessman. A chauffeur-driven car and this man, very well dressed in his designer suit, carrying, and those days used to carry briefcases, a very nice briefcase, he would get down from the car to go into the bar. He went in like this, but when he would come out, it was a sight to watch him. Style like that, his jacket falling off, his briefcase, he would drink. You'd come up. And every time he came there, it used to be a drama. 
Sometimes he would just go in the middle of the road and try to stop the taxi. Sometimes he would even call catch a pillar and say, take me home, take me home. And his chauffeur who would first come and open the car for him had to literally catch him by his collar, push him in the car and then take him. One Friday he had come, I saw him and we saw how drunk he was. And the, by that time that, that uh, driver and I had made eye contact. So we used to give smiles to each other. <laughs> he used to see that I am watching. That Friday he was really drunk. And on Saturday when he came, uh, you know, his hand like this. And I could, in spite of that, see that he had a black eye you know, and he was holding like that. He has a bump on his head. So naturally all said and done. A little curiosity will always be there now that we have made years of or maybe months of association even though not directly. So there is a little bit of concern. So I asked the driver he said, come down, come down. He also was waiting to <laughs> say something. <laughs> I also went down. And when I went down, uh, this uh, uh, driver told me yesterday, he saw how drunk he was. He says, normally I just take him and take him to his door and I leave him there. But yesterday, as you saw, he was so you know, angry, upset. And, uh, he forgot that he, this is his car. I'm his driver. Uh, took him there and even when I was trying to take him to his apartment, he just pushed me and he said, go away, I'll manage on my own. So that day he said, I just left him. So I was following him, but he just told me to go away. So I said, then what happened? He said, Brendan rang the bell. And when the door opened, he told her, my darling, it happened to be some other floor. <laughs> <laughs> and she was a wife of a boxer. <laughs> See, when you are not in your senses, you do not know yourself. You don't live up to the dignity of your self. And what actions you will do will be only wrong. And whatever results you will get will be what? Now you know why people are miserable in this whole world. Without knowledge of yourself, you do not even know what should be your action. Of course, the absolute self in that there is no need for any action. But even your empirical self, and therefore, Krishna reminded him that you are a Kshatriya and therefore your actions should be befitting of a Kshatriya. Therefore, delusion regarding his own Swadharma, he was going to act according to someone else's Swadharma. He was going to behave. It's almost like you don't go to your apartment and go to somebody else's apartment. And go and embrace somebody else's wife. What is going to happen? Now you understand that. Okay, these examples make you understand better. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to this episode by the Chinmaya Mission. If you like what you hear, 
please consider subscribing. If you're looking for exceptional and detailed content on the Bhagavad Gita and how Lord Krishna's advice to Arjuna is relevant to the hurdles you face today, or understanding your mind, or explanations on Hindu scriptures in easy-to-understand English, the Chinmaya Mission YouTube channel is the place to be. All links are in the description.